0: to the Dr. Wayne Dyer Radio Podcast. Discover the wisdom and remarkable insights of Dr. Dyer, world-renowned spiritual teacher and foremost authority on how the power of your mind
1: creates your world.
2: I'm Diane Ray, and we're taking your calls here in Carlsbad, California. Dr. Wayne Dyer joining us in Maui. And welcome, Dr. Dyer. It's nice to talk to you as always.
3: Thank you, Diane. Nice to talk with you as well.
2: Well, we've got people all lined up as usual, uh, ready to talk to you. And we've got about seven minutes left of this segment, so sure. we can let's, jump let's to a take few people. A
3: call. Absolutely.
2: Well, let's start with Jonathan, and he's calling from Middletown, New Jersey, line two. And Jonathan, welcome to the show. You're on with Dr. Wayne Dyer today.
1: Thank you very much, hello, Dr. Dyer. Dr. Jonathan. Hi. Hey. How are you? Doing well, sir. Doing well. Good. Um. Really quick, I just overall else, I wanted to thank you for assisting so many people who put down their pain. Including myself uh,
3: it's
1: it's tough because like you said your paradigms that have been given to you from prior you know
3: right yeah we get handed a lot of stuff a lot of belief systems that tell us life has to be painful and and suffering and and so on and uh, changing around those thoughts is really what changes around our life
1: truly truly and what I would like some assistance with is actually with limiting the resistance or being able to bring about a manifestation. And what I meant mean by that is um, when I've been doing your Om and Ah meditation, mm-hmm. and I wanted to find out when you do the meditation, are you holding the feeling constantly and that the faith, and knowing the faith that the universe is taking care of your desire, or do you hold the feeling during the meditation only and then just let it go?
3: okay good question uh and i have no answer for you Uh, that uh, no answer that applies to everyone because everyone's meditation practice is very internal very private and it's really their private connection time with it's it's what i call making conscious contact with god uh in that void in that silent space and there's no right way to do it or wrong way to do it i put out a, a cd called meditations for manifesting many many years ago and it was based upon the the teachings of Patanjali, who was considered to be the father of meditation, who was the one who really uh, introduced meditation into the world, uh, and, and wrote what he called the sutras of uh, how to know God, which are basically um, uh, using a sound. And he but he said that you know that everything in the universe is energy, and that everything that is solid, even though it's slowed down energy, it still is energy. And everything that is in the world of spirit, even though there's no solid to it, is a very, very fast energy. And the connection point between the world of spirit and the world of the physical is the sound that's in the name of God, and th- this sound is the sound I've talked about this before, the sound of Ah, yes. uh, which is our Om or Om, you know, and that sound is uh, uh, is the only sound that you make that has no uh, that <clears throat> that, ha- that requires no effort. If you watch your tongue, your teeth, your lips, and your jaw as you make that sound, you'll see that none of them move. So it's it's that effortless perfection, or what the Japanese call shibumi. Now, your question about how you go about doing it, I wrote I wrote it out and and practiced it and and, and told people how I did it. Um, what I do with the meditation is that I I do it silently and I and I repeat the sound of God. Uh, so it's as I take in a deep breath, and then it's. Uh And all the time that I am doing that, I put my attention on what it is that I would like to attract or manifest into my life. Although I try not to make it uh, about stuff that I want. I try to put, put it more about uh, about being able to be free and, and, and live in a life of peace and, and to feel good about whatever shows up in my life and to uh, you know to see myself as attracting into my life. The right people, the right events, the right financing, the right, t- and I, so I just I have an inner kind of picture within myself of, a, of of assuming the feeling of whatever this wish that I have. If it's in a relationship that I'm in, uh, that it isn't that I want the person I'm in a relationship with to behave in a certain way or do what I want. Instead, I want the two of us to be able to live together peacefully and in harmony and in love. So I just put that out there, and that's how I that's how I do the meditation. I don't focus on stuff arriving into my life, like, you know, I want a new Rolex, uh, you know, for next Thursday, or I want a BMW in my driveway, or these kind of things. I I instead keep my focus on the internal feeling, the feeling of well-being about anything that I would like to attract into my life. And as I do that, I find myself getting more and more and more peaceful. And then the most amazing thing that begins to happen is things begin to show up in larger and larger amounts that I never imagined. Because Patanjali said... This sound that you make is the connection between this world of the physical and the world of the spiritual, this, the sound that's in the name of God. So I don't know if that answers your question.
1: No, it does. It really does, and thank you. Um, the only thing that I, I the thing that I found is that when I sit down and I go into my 20 minutes of meditation in the morning and night, in those moments, I'm beyond peaceful. It's when you come out of those moments that, you know, it depends on who you talk to, but they say the monkey mind. That right. rattling and that, that noise, the chatter in the back, come mm-hmm. back. But the only problem with that is I, I still got to pay bills and live and so forth, so I can't stay in meditation twenty four hours of a day.
3: No, but you can't stay in that peaceful place. You can't stay in that place. Even uh, you know, it's like the the object of all of this isn't to <clears throat> isn't to get rid of all of the storms that come into your life. It's it's uh, it's basically. You know, to learn how to how to dance and sing in the rain. <laughs> you know, it's like yes. how to how to be in the storm and be in a in a peaceful place, rather than being in uh, you know in that place where you're constantly worried or full of anxiety or full of stress, which is going to manifest in in your body. So that as you come out of this meditation, it doesn't mean that it's now time for you to to get back to a world that um, isn't uh, isn't as peaceful and joyful and blissful. As, uh, as what you're experiencing while you're in the meditation. You can have that at all times. Even And then you'll start to notice that as people around you... Like, I do, two, I do one- and two-minute meditations all the time. Uh, a lot of times when I'm driving, and if there's a lot of traffic and all of that, at the next stoplight, I'll just... Stop and I'll just close my eyes and I'll just take in a deep breath and uh, and and do an ah meditation and I always say there's somebody behind me sure, certainly who's going to let me know that my time is up you know when that, when it's, uh, you know, that happens virtually all the time but it, in other words it's it's like staying in that peaceful place so that um, you know I get on an airplane and I've got four hours to sit there I can do I can meditate for three hours if I've got only twenty minutes if I'm taking a flight from Maui over to Oahu and it's a it's a twenty minute flight. I can either sit there and, and, and enjoy <clears throat> looking out the window at the uh, at, at uh, you know the beautiful uh, water be- below me, or I can just close my eyes and be in, in a state of, of of peace. I have the option of doing that virtually at any time. That's the beauty of that meditation. Everybody listening, it's called meditations for manifesting. It's a magnificent uh, and it's it's one of the most. I think uh, exciting things that I've ever produced. Millions of people have been doing that of meditation. I encourage you to try. It's called Meditations for Manifesting.
2: And Dr. Dyer was just thinking about the advice that you gave Jonathan about uh, working with abundance and manifesting, and it's it's been something I've been trying to work with um, the past year or so, You know, and I was trying for the BMW, and, and that really wasn't working mm-hmm. for me, but then I kind of made the shift of saying, okay you know, I want to bring some more abundance into my life. And I put that out there and, you know, I've been getting some more voiceover work and like kind of side jobs are coming in. Mm. So, you know, it really was, it really works. I mean, it really was uh, coming into my life, you know?
3: Well, I think two of the things that are really important for people have to remember. One is that uh, in the course of miracles, it says that infinite patience produces immediate results. Um, In one of Jackson Brown's songs, he says, uh, creation reveals its secrets by and by. You, you, you don't get to decide when things show up and when things manifest. You know, creation, uh, as Neville said, creation is already complete. What you get to decide is what part of creation is going to show up and manifest into your life. And that gets taken care of by by divine guidance, by di- divine mind, whatever it might be. So when you put it out there, when the Course says infinite patience produces immediate results... The the immediate result that you get from having infinite patience is that you have a knowing that uh, that you're connected to your source and that things are going to work out. So you just that's the piece that you get from that. And the second thing is that uh, you know, in addition to the timing, it's that um, you know basically what we really want. I I, I was being interviewed by ABC News uh, by this Dan I can't remember his last name who's in charge of world news today. On uh, on ABC, and I asked him because he was talking to me about this very concept of, uh, you know, when uh, you know, how do you have things show up in your life when you want them to, and so on. And I said, look, let me give you the analogy I've used many times. If I had two wands, one was wand A, and with wand A, you could have anything that you wanted in this world. You could have it right now. You want the BMW? It'll show up. You want the Rolex? It'll show up. You want the house on the on the beach or whatever? It'll show up. Or in lieu of that, if I take that back and I offered you wand B, and with wand B, I said that no matter what comes into your life and when it comes into your life, that you will be in a place of inner peace. You will always have inner peace, no matter what shows up in your life. Which wand would you take? And he thought for a long time, because he's very skeptical, and ultimately he said, I would definitely take wand B. And that's the other p- part of it is this, like, instead of asking for things, uh, ask, you know, like St. Francis said in his prayer, I said, you know, make me an instrument of thy peace. In other words, allow me to be in a state of peace no matter what shows up within myself. And then you don't have to have anxiety. You don't have to have stress. You don't have to have high blood pressure. You don't have to have ulcers. You don't have, you know, all of the things that uh, take people down when they get obsessed with, with the stuff that they want in their life. Right.
2: Anyway, Right. Very my true. To that. Yeah. Well, let's go to uh, lots of great questions today. It's re- really mm. kind of uh, kind of hard to decide. Let's go to Leilani. I like that name because it sounds kind of Hawaiian, although she's actually mm-hmm. in Denver on Line 9. So welcome to the show today. You're on with
3: Dr. Dyer. Hello. Aloha, Dr. Dyer. Aloha, Leilani. How have are you? I to take a
0: breath. Um, I, really? <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> me too. I
0: don't know if you know how much you've touched my life.
3: <laughs> oh, no. Tell me. Yeah.
0: I'm sorry. A little in it's shock. Okay.
3: Don't, um, don't be sorry. That's
0: I feel fine. like you're the father I've never had, and you're like my guru and everything I need. I've gone through quite the – my dharma's been intense, we'll put it that way.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I had quite the childhood with lots of corrections and lots of lessons, and um, I'm just really blessed to have you in my life, and I really want to thank you for touching so many lives around the world. I believe I'm here to touch lives as well, and how that looks, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I just want to know more about you talk a lot about your dharma and I feel heavily in my soul that I came here for a specific purpose and it was to touch women and children from other cultures who have been abused or who have gone through intense trauma um, I'm studying Reiki right now I'm a yoga teacher I'm working for a nonprofit here in Denver and I've tried to move overseas a couple times and it's just been too traumatic for me and I just... I want more than anything to tap into why I'm here, and follow my dharma and follow my path, and I would like your guidance on that.
3: Mm. It's um, Leilani. It's a calling, isn't it? It's uh, it's something that what what is it that it just won't go away? What is it that's inside of you that just um, that just won't go away? That uh, I, no no matter how you try to push it away, or no matter how other people tell you. That, uh, that's silly and you've got other things on your mind and other things yeah. you should be doing and so on. What is it? What's, what's the picture? What do you get?
0: I just have this deep longing to help souls, to help mm-hmm. underprivileged women that don't have access to the light. I think we have a lot of access to the light and you're part of that in this, in this realm, mm-hmm. in the States, particularly. Right. We can we can listen to Hay House Radio, but mm-hmm. my heart goes out to the people in Palestine, Israel, in Africa and I traveled in South America a bit and I saw people struggling and living with nothing. Mm-hmm. And um, I know there's women out there who have probably experienced a lot of what I have experienced as a child mm-hmm. and felt alone. That's great. And it's like there was yeah. no way out. And I see all my darkness as light now mm-hmm. and gifts. Um mm-hmm. And I just have So a you big know so you know this yeah, so, yeah.
3: Okay so um, <clears throat> how that gets manifested how it how it takes shape um, when it takes shape what people it is what country it is all of that are that that's all work of the ego that's all irrelevant that's okay. all just, uh, that's all focusing on 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 just details what I would do if I were you um, is I would just stay in that space of seeing myself, uh, you know, d- behaving in these kinds of ways and attracting it. It's very interesting. I have my daughter Serena is here visiting with me for two weeks. Um, she's just left law school for a while because and she's always had this thing about, um, uh, about human trafficking, You know, um, Mm -hmm. for her, and it's uh, you know she saw a story when she was about six or seven years old about little children her age. She was watching it on TV one night, and um, and that something struck. She's now twenty six years or twenty four years old, uh, and this thing struck her that there are children out there that are sold into uh, into slavery in, in in essence into prostitution or whatever it might be, and that little girls and she you know picturing herself. And she even said to me one time, she said, Dad, I really think that this is something that I went through in a previous life. You know, mm. this is her, this is just her, her her take on it. And and I was always a bit skeptical about uh, past lives and so on, mm. uh, even though, you know, I, I know that, you know, all things are possible and I have a mind that's open to everything. And, and uh, you know, Brian Weiss is a dear friend of mine and. I've talked to him many times about many many lives, many masters and so on, and, and, and but I never really understood the concept of past lives until uh, until my daughter, Serena, came into this world and I would sleep in the same room with her and she would speak in a, in a foreign language and change her appearance while she was sleeping. And, and we had so many experiences with her that were reflective of uh, the fact that she had had uh, previous life experiences. Um, and... Very often, when the calling is really strong, like it is with you, mm-hmm. uh, it's because y- you know you may have gone through it in a previous life in order to help prevent it in, in this life for other people as well. So I wouldn't ignore it, and I would see myself uh, being guided by it, and I would get myself. Pic- I would picture how it's going to take place, whether it's in the distribution of materials, which somehow I see you doing. I don't mm-hmm. know why. I see you taking. Children's books and and uh, maybe videos and uh, and films and uh, and and lectures and so on, and uh, and making them available uh, in uh, or maybe translating them into the languages of uh, of other people so that they can hear it. It's very interesting. Uh, this this fellow that I was talking to you about on ABC that is interviewing me, was asking me about these people in the world who are live under such hardships and so on, and how can I have such a cavalier attitude about being positive? uh... when there are so many people suffering in the world which is a common question that people have and my answer to him was who do you think in this whole planet needs to hear the message that i'm talking about more than those people Mm -hmm. you know who who is the one person in a village someplace in africa who has an internal vision that this village is going to have drinking water you know and it's going to have a well and it doesn't make any difference what everybody else tells them isn't possible and so on this person in the, can't get that idea out of his head and that's the person who's going to bring drinking water to that village or is going to make that that impact uh, you know on uh, and so on and that's how i see you doing it for some reason i see you getting materials out there, um, uh, but how you do you know, just, Leilani, let yourself be guided. Let okay. You, the, the right people, just v- visualize, when you, when you do your meditation, do this ah and oh meditation, get a copy of that meditation, uh, uh, you know, Meditations for Manifesting. You can get it through Hay House. And, okay. <clears throat> and begin to put your attention on you fulfilling this Dharma. And okay. And, in fact, this phone call that you're making right now and this conversation that you and I are having right now, You know, across the miles and across the ocean, is one that um, is is a part of their dharma. This is this is possibly the beginning of you making the shift.
0: Mm
3: i would love you to come to Maui. Is there any chance you could uh, you could be here for next weekend?
0: Oh, I would love to. I'm on my way to Costa Rica. So, okay, well, Costa Rica is a good place. I wanted to tell you quickly, though, it's my dream to write children's book and to make a documentary on women's issues and children's issues worldwide. See, that's what that's what I. (laughs) You brought that uh, up.
3: Yeah, I just saw that. I mean, I didn't, I didn't bring it up. I, it, it, it was, it was on the screen. I had my yeah. eyes closed, and I could see yes. you doing that. So, that's how you'll do it. And um, have you seen the shift?
0: I have. I, I, am sharing it with everyone I know. I, it's well, incredible. good. We're gonna
3: send, we're gonna send another copy to you today. So
0: we should send it to the White House, if possible.
3: Well, maybe you can. When we send you, <laughs> you just forward it on to them. Okay.
0: Okay. Thank you, Dr. All right, Dyer. Peace, God love, bless you, joy, blessings, aloha, L- spirit.
3: Thank you namaste
2: Wow what a great call
3: mm-hmm.
2: kind of sent sent her in a, in a really positive mm. direction maybe gave her some good ideas too
3: yeah and I have uh, I have tears behind my eyes right now because uh, that are about to come out because I that was just a very moving scene of, of her uh, of her doing those things I, I see her doing that
2: absolutely and that's
3: really the it's the calling that all of us have it, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be you know in in those details. But the calling is there for all of us because there's a Dharma in everything in this universe. I mean, every rose petal, <clears throat> every mosquito's wing, every robin, every deer, everything that you see in this uh, universe. And, has, and let a, me has just ask
2: you term. a question about that, because about Dharma, what is your definition? Because I've read different explanations. Mm.
3: So what I just think it's it's what it's what we are here to be.
2: Our, our purpose. Would yeah, be our not, but
3: not so much purpose necessarily. It's just what we're here to be. It's uh, you know you 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 show up. <laughs> you, you look at the be, the beginning of a, of a of an antelope, you know, and a human being, and uh, a tree, and you take them under a sub. you know you, you go to the subatomic particles, and they all look the same. You know, there's this, this tiny little sub 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 sub, sub subatomic pi- particle, and it all looks the same. But built into that tiny little cell. That becomes the tree or that becomes the antelope or that becomes the person is is that's the Dharma that's what you are here to be and everything not only what you are to look like and how big you're to get and how long you're to live but everything everything else about uh, you is also in that in that tiny little drop of human protoplasm or protoplasm when you went from formless to form when you went from non seed to a seed to whatever you and it's all it's all that the dharma is the path that that seed is to take the problem for most of us uh, is that we and we have an ego this is what i'm going to talk about this weekend we take on a, a false self Instead of just allowing that uh, set, that seed to become all that it was physically, which is what we have to do, that doesn't matter. If you're going to be six foot two, you're going to be six foot two. If you're going to be five foot three, you're going to be five foot three. If you're going to be female, you're going to be female. If your you know arms are going to be long or hairy or whatever, that's just in there. But so is everything else. Everything else. All that you were to do, all that you were to be, all that you were to accomplish, all that you were to meet, all of that is in there as well. We just interfere with it. And we create an ego and a false self, and we edge God out, and, and off we go. So and that's that what Dharma it, is. And makes it
2: impossible to hear that voice is when yes. we get the, the right. ego involved.
3: Right, yeah.
2: Gotcha.
0: To find out more about Dr. Wayne Dyer or any other Hay House author, please visit hayhouse.com. Thank you for listening.